Hey, welcome to Tap Talk. Well, actually, welcome to Just a Sip. This is a Tap Talk. <laughs> it's hard to uh, differentiate. I know. It's I, I always mess it up. Uh, today, we're having a Tap Talk with our producer, my lovely wife, Danielle. Hello, Why, hello. How are you? I'm good. Even though today is a tap talk, we are always we always want to have something on the podcast that we talk about. Uh, what's the one that we have today? Today we are drinking El Dorado Shasta IPA from Ravenna Brewing out in Seattle. It's amazing. It is. It's not a super heavy oh. IPA. It's definitely hazy. Yeah, that thing is. It gets um, almost ambery in the middle of my glass. Yeah, because of how uh, how how thick it is. And it's lighter. I think it's only about a five percent. Yeah, um, as far as ABV goes, but super cool place. I don't know if any of you have ever been out to the Pacific Northwest or been to Seattle or Ravenna, but it was one of the breweries that we stopped at. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, hold on. Let's give a little bit of backstory. How did you even get this in the first place? Well, okay. So while you and Ben were down in a van by the river, <laughs> yep, in Alaska, <laughs> I decided to take my own vacation and go out to Seattle to see one of my friends. That's amazing. Turned into a brewery tour. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So one of our stops was Ravenna, and it was definitely some of the coolest people working at Ravenna. It was in the top probably three breweries that I went to that week. Yeah. It's kind of sad because Craft Brewery, it's a, right now, you know, it's blowing up, but I always think of if you go to a craft brewery spot or a, a craft brewery in general, the people there are going to be a lot nicer to you than if you go just to a bar or something like that because it's more local and they just want to be nice. But sometimes you go to a brewery and they're not that nice. Right. And it depends because we did go to a couple breweries that beer was great, but the people... But it's Seattle people. Yeah. And now, I'm not hating on all Seattle people, but there is kind of a stigma. No. And the guy that was here at Ravenna was super cool. We talked to him for a bit. And um, this one, interesting story. So it's El Dorado Shasta which I just keep referring to it as Shasta because they went to a brewery competition and somebody made a an orange, I think it was an orange wheat bear and they called it Crush, Orange Crush after okay. the soda. Yeah, which I love. So this brewmaster went, well, fine, then I'll make my own. So he made a beer named after the Shasta soda. So that's why we have El Dorado I've never Shasta. heard of Shasta sh- soda. Oh, it's everywhere out there. You've had it before. Really? Yeah, it's not as popular down here. Okay, because I've had Orange Crush. I can't think of Shasta. Yeah, you've had it before. It's just not as popular down here. I know Fresca. Yeah, it's not as popular as Fresca down here. But okay. it, they do have it here from time to time. I've seen it before. All right. So it wasn't completely unheard of. But now I just have a lot of fun going Shasta. <laughs> okay, uh, what would you rate this beer? You know, uh, so we do our scale. As obviously, you've heard the podcast because you have to edit it. I have. Oh, yeah. this is a podcast. Oh, I had so, no idea. But we do it. Um, me and Ben have decided we're going to do it for the podcast. Just kind of what we think about the beer itself, uh, not necessarily as a its own like in the the hazies, you know, but just all around. What would you rate this beer? It's hard because I used to be big into the IPAs and I've kind of transitioned more to the Belgian side. Okay. Yeah. But even as far as IPAs go, I think I would still rate this one a seven, seven and a half, even pushing eight. So then all around, what would you rate it? Yeah. No. I'm, okay. Seven. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm saying even you said with IPA. So I didn't know if you were going just like, no, just on an, an IPA. IPA scale, this would definitely be closer to the nine range. Okay. The higher end of the IPAs, yeah. but and all if, around maybe an eight. Probably, but maybe a seven and a half. I mean, because it does have the aftertaste isn't the greatest aftertaste as far as IPAs go, but the initial taste, yeah, is just awesome. And it could be that I've also had oranges right before this. Okay, um, you could probably throw an orange in this. It probably would not be that bad. No, I think it would actually go really well because yeah. it's got already kind of a. I don't know if they use citra hops or what, but it has that flavor to it already. Yeah. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some Citra hops in it. Because this one you got in a uh, crowler. Yes. So this one's not bottled. No, this was just straight from the tap into a crowler. Do they bottle this at all? I don't Over think there? they do any of theirs bottled. I think everything is just in the tap room. Okay. I don't think they distribute yet. Now, that brewery was... Okay, okay. So that brewery, it's all taproom beer only. I believe so. Because when I asked, he wasn't even sure if they had an Instagram. And then I found him and he's like, oh, yes, we have an Instagram. <laughs> okay. okay. Good to know. Are they pretty new? I don't think they're new. I just think they're super like hole in the wall. But we just happened to find them because we were going in that area anyway to go to this other restaurant. And I just happened to search breweries in the area. And it was rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on both Yelp and Google. Oh, wow. So we figured it was definitely worth the try. Yeah. Now, how many breweries did you get to in total on that trip? Um, Let me think. So we hit up Ravenna, Holy City, or Holy Mountain, Cloudburst, uh, Fremont, Pike, and a few more. I want to say at least six or seven while I was there for the few days. So we definitely got our share of breweries going on. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Because when, me and Ben, obviously we were in Alaska, but we weren't in Anchorage where we can actually go to breweries. We were in Cordova. So even though we had a lot, of, a lot to choose from, uh, at least for Alaskan breweries, they also had some Seattle beers there over there as well. But... I think we just stuck to Alaska beers because we were like, you know what? We're here. They're good. We like them. So we're just going to kind of stick to that. Yeah. You know, Ben was drinking the uh, the white the whole time he was there. I was drinking their IPA, which was delicious. And we're talking about those as well. Those are going to be out too on our podcast. Um, I just kind of want to let some everybody who's listening know, we're going to put this one out this week. Uh, I know we've been kind of late, but we've been storm prepping yes. for the hurricane that's coming. So this is a hurricane special. Yeah. So. Now that we're all prepped, now it's just the let's drink until it gets here party. Exactly. Which we got, we're staying with my parents and uh, so, so much fun. this morning they were already starting with a the beer. They're like, well, hey, we're on vacation. So <laughs> it's been pretty awesome over here. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so that's why uh, just anybody who does listen regularly, we didn't put one out on uh, Tap Talk out on Tuesday because we knew we were going to do a long one today. And we weren't able to put one out this morning because just prepping and making sure that everything was set to go. Storm shutters take so long. <sighs> yeah. You know, making sure that everything was inside the house, turning on, unplugging all of our equipment yep. uh, inside the house and everything like that. And then still getting over here to our, my parents' house. But now we're all set to go. And now we just got to ride it out. Ready. Oh, and I do want to give a nice shout out to our friends, Pacific Beer Chat. Um, he was just celebrating his honeymoon here in Orlando and got out just in time for the Congratulations. storm. So now this episode is for him, and <laughs> it's a Pacific Northwest storm, so yeah. it's, it's good. There you go. All right, so I'll, maybe, okay, I'll ask a different question because maybe we'll talk about that at the end. Um, what was one, your favorite brewery that you went to out of the, what, you said four or five that you went no, to? No, it had to have been about seven or eight probably. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Yeah, because I can remember six of them, and I think we went to a couple more that I'm just not remembering right now. Okay. Um, Ravenna, the one that we're drinking right now, is probably towards the top, and also Holy Mountain. Okay, yeah. Um, Holy Mountain was recommended to us by a friend that he's a huge bottle share guy down here. Um, Our buddy Danny recommended it, and I full heartedly agree with him that it is a great brewery and you're going to hear one of their beers because i did bring back i brought back 10 different beers for you and ben to try yeah so. when we met up in seattle you showed me your suitcase and you had more beer than clothes i did i did <laughs> which i mean i'm not complaining to be fair it was awesome seattle is crazy expensive however they make up for it in super cheap beer. I was able to go to Total Wine yeah. and I bought two bomber bottles, six other bottles of beer for 20 bucks. That's insane. If I buy two six pack, I spend 20 bucks here at our um, if that, Total you, Wine. Yeah. And it's because it's usually about, for some of the craft beers, it's six or $12 for a six pack on some of these things. You right. Know? And normally, even our one off pieces that you can go build yeah, your own six pack, they're usually about like $3. Two to $3. Yeah. Here they were a dollar, dollar fifty max per That's piece. That's insane. Yeah, like so, the only dollar fifty beers that I find at Total Wine are usually, um, maybe like a 
a local beer. Like they'll have like a new Smyrna brewery. Yeah, and this brewery. wasn't like a Rainier Brewing, like the PBR okay. <laughs> of <Yeah>. Seattle. Like <laughs> these are yeah. actually really good, like Elysian or or Elysian. I think it's Elysian. Um, Fremont, like different things like that. I I did break and got a few Portland beers because Portland's only two hours oh, away Portland. from Seattle. And I know that there's <laughs> a huge battle there, but... Well, I don't care. We don't live in either of those places. And to be honest, I don't care. As long as I got good beer, I don't hate on anybody. You That's know? true. I could maybe hate on like all the hipsters and that kind of stuff. You just hated on all of Seattle? I know. Okay, so your friend, she moved over there. <laughs> she wasn't... Hi- Would you call her hipster before she moved over there? I don't think she was hipster. She was definitely eccentric. Okay. And I mean that in the best possible term. She is one of my <laughs> closest, dearest friends, yeah. but she's a nurse that minored in dance, like ballet dance. So to say, that she, to say that she's eccentric is a compliment okay. to her. So did she fit in kind of like right away in Seattle with the, the type of people? Uh, or was she still kind of an outcast in that too? No, it definitely... Or did she, she make had, herself an outcast in that kind of... She she fits in now, but it was definitely a learning curve. Um, just even in the like way you dress, because we're from... She was from Deltona. Yeah, but from basically Florida. basically Orlando. So, yeah. And so when you go out in Orlando, like you kind of dress up, like you go out. Mm-hmm. Going out in Seattle means you put on your nice Tims and oh, your good okay. flannel. Okay. And, and you put your hair up instead of just uh, letting it go crazy. Gotcha. Um, I mean, and it's to be expected. I mean, the REI uh, flagship store is there, and it was beautiful. It was multiple stories of Where's Wonderland. That? The REI, like the outwear. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know fashion at all. No, it's <laughs> Unless the it's like Nike. outer gear. It's like the oh, camping okay. gear store. Ah, okay. I was like, if it's not like Volcom or Quicksilver, I <laughs> no, have no idea what it is. No, it's where you go and you get your tent and your camo uh, and okay, your okay. mountain climbing gear. And that's big gear. over there. Yeah, They're because everywhere. everything there is outdoor. I mean, we went hiking. Yeah. We went kayaking. Nothing for being one of the rainiest cities in America. They have yeah, the most Yeah, you got outdoors. no rain. Oh, no. It was beautiful. How did that happen? I have amazing luck when it crazy? comes to traveling. Because we were talking even to your grandmother, and she lived in Seattle mm-hmm. for how many years? Like four years, four or five years? No, she lived out there for that? like 10 years, I think. Oh, wow. And she said it rained almost every single day that she lived <laughs> yeah. there. So that's great. She goes, I couldn't believe that she got no rain. Yeah. No, it just happened to be a fluke, and it was beautiful. I mean, I packed for, I checked the weather before I left, and I was like, oh, it's going to be in the 70s, 50s at night, you know. And I was like, okay, Florida. I'm going to wear jeans and three-quarter length or long sleeve shirts. 70 degrees in Florida versus 70 degrees anywhere else is, excuse me, totally different. Oh, 70 degrees in Florida, it's boot weather. Yeah, that's like, oh, it's freezing cold out here. Because it's not even freezing, the temperature but it's just an excuse. Dropping. Right. Now, anywhere else, when it gets to 70, it's usually heating up to 70, so right. it's much hotter. I remember it was the same temperature in Florida as it was in Michigan. And we were just dressed up in jeans and a t-shirt. Like not, it wasn't cold, but it was jean weather. You could wear jeans and not die in Florida. Mm -hmm. So I think it was like uh, 75 degrees. Which is perfect. But my cousin and all my family from my mom's side is in Michigan. And they took a photo and sent it to me. And they were all in bathing suits in a pool. (laughs) Like, oh, thank God, it's 75 degrees. And they were so happy. And we were like, yeah, whatever. We can't go to the water because it's too cold. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the difference. And I mean, every I ended up just wearing shorts and tank tops and I just did laundry like every day because I didn't dress for that. But it ended up being perfect. I mean, bright and sunny, 80 every day. So That's awesome. It was perfect. But she did have a, uh, back to Claire, she had a adjustment because now everyone up there wears jeans or activewear, yeah. a lot of yoga pants and workout clothes. And yeah, she met us for dinner and I was looking at her like, okay. She was wearing like flannel. <laughs> yoga pants and a little backpack. Yep. That's like a multi-purpose backpack. And like, flip-flops okay. don't exist up there. And No, I don't remember what she... I think she was wearing like hiking shoes or like running shoes or something like that. Yeah. So but it was just... It a, was definitely not the Claire I knew right. from back in the day. So going out in Seattle is completely different than going out here. So she did have to adjust because she was really good about like dressing up to go out when she lived here. And that was a completely different thing. And I remember I texted her beforehand like, oh, do you have a blow dryer I can borrow? She's like... Yeah, I think so. I think I have the one from Florida. And it's just like, what? You don't need that over there. Well, the humidity level is not the same either because like, you guys need a whole lot of crap 
for your hair because of the humidity, right? Or the or the weather and everything. Well, here. just because I do my hair on a daily. Also, days. people just don't care. They no. put it up, and like that's like the funky right hair is like cool over there. Yeah, it's just oh, if you do your hair, are you going to a funeral or a job oh, interview? Jesus. Okay, <laughs> like so if if like I don't not Valley Girls because not Valley Girls here, but um, Orlando Night Girls here in Florida go out over there, they'd be like crazy people, right? Yeah, because the more quote unquote normal you look in Seattle, the more diff like not from Seattle you look. Okay. <laughs> and the more normal, the more you don't look. <laughs> exactly. That was a direct quote from a uh oh, what did they call them? Seattleites. Oh wow. They refer to themselves as Seattleites. All right. All right, satellites. So So okay. Back uh, to the beer. Yeah, let's go back to the beer for a minute. Cause just because you have so many beer stories. Um this was, what was your first brewery that you went to? Like maybe we can, if you can kind of remember. Okay. Let's, let's uh, try to go in order. So the first one we went and then to you'll rank them. was Fremont Brewing. Okay, that was Fremont. Um, Fremont was pretty cool. Hi. Now we are going to talk about almost all these beers in the next episodes. Like we're going to put out yeah, two more Alaskan you... episodes and then it's going to be a ton of Seattle beers and Portland beers, that kind of stuff. Anything you got from over there. Right. And from Fremont, I got you the in- Interban or Interban. I don't exactly know how they pronounce it, but it's an IPA. Okay. I, however, had their Belgian Blonde, I believe. No. Ooh. Or Belgian Wheat. Belgian Benzio. Wheat. Benzio and it like was... that one. Well, I didn't... that's not what I got you. Oh. They didn't have that to go. I thought you said you got me that. No, no. That's what I got. Ooh. Again, I like Belgians. You yeah. and Ben like IPAs. Ben likes like the whites and the lighter beers. Well, we like both like IPAs. Then we, that's we just do, too no, bad no, no, for no. Ben. We like IPAs too. We we both like IPAs. But Ben will go for like something because it's hot right now. He wants something light. And since when have I been nice to Ben? <laughs> that's true. You guys have a little rivalry. So, so I'm glad <laughs> that I did not get Ben's he, beer. What he likes. <laughs> I got beers for you um, and our adoring public. I love you? Yes, you should. Okay. Thank you. Um, so Fremont was first. Fremont's pretty cool. It's bigger. Um, and it's probably about 10 minutes from where we stayed because we stayed in um, Pill Hill. It's Cap Hill, but it's in, there's so many hospitals that it's called Pill Hill. Wow. Okay. Um, and that's where she works because she's a nurse. So it was a five, 10 minute drive away. Um, so that was pretty good. It's got a huge outdoor area, which is pretty cool. I like that in breweries when they have a little bit of space that they can do some outdoor stuff. Like they get the cornhole and things like that. Because when I am drinking, that's when I want to play cornhole or when I want to play outdoor stuff. And it is interesting for a city that rains 10 months out of the year. They have an outdoor space. They have an outdoor space. I think people, okay. When I lived in Michigan, when it rained, we were outside. Oh, like you I don't figured think out ways are. to be outside. I'm sure they are if it uh, rains possibly. constantly. Because, like, you know, if it rains over here, no one does anything. Oh, no. It, you're inside your house. You're like, I'll wait till it stops raining. No one even drives because no one knows how. Oh, Florida's the worst. But anyways, so I think in Seattle, people get around that. They may not be outside playing cornhole in the rain, but at least you see people out there. Yeah. Because you have to live. At least Fremont, it was pretty cool in that respect. Like, it's a nice, chill hangout area. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was the first day. I was like, stop numero uno. And then the second day we were hiking, so that's where we just picked up beers for the hike. So that's where we had the ordinance brewing, which yeah, was yeah. delicious. We didn't get to actually go there, but that beer was good, and I wish I had grabbed another one before we came back. Um, and then... The next day, we just did brewery after brewery after brewery, and I'm trying to remember which ones we hit. What was the one... Okay, so there's a photo online of... Um, uh, what is his name? It's a guy who plays Jon Snow in oh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Oh, that's Ninkasi Her- Brewing. Kit Harrington. Yep. He... Okay, say it again. What was the beer? Ninkasi Brewing. Ninkasi. Yeah. I didn't actually go to that brewery. Okay, but you got one of their beers. I did. I brought back Total Domination IPA for you, which that's not the one that Kit Harrington was drinking in the photo, unfortunately, but it was one of their other IPAs. Okay. Um, however, I did try the D- Total Domination IPA, and it's pretty good. We used it in a beer mac and cheese that we made one night. Oh, that sounds so good. 
it was it was good. There's a whole um, like pasta market at the Pike Place Market in okay. Seattle. Is that where they throw the fish? Yes. It's, I can't believe you didn't grab a fish. You should ask they them, don't, throw me a fish. They don't throw it to tourists. They throw it to each other. I don't know. I feel like if you talk to them, you're gonna <laughs> get it. you could have gotten it. I could have tried, but there was a lot of people. Like That yeah. is the tourist spot. But the seafood there was amazing. Real quick, you were telling me the prices of like the fish in that area because they had it's the whole seafood market. If anybody's ever seen a video online, you know they say they you see the people throwing the piece of fish. They even do the same kind of thing. <laughs> okay, I'm dating myself. Well, for a '90s person, uh, for Free Willy. To be fair, I thought that's what it was. Okay. Like when we were walking I don't. Know, up, I think that may have. No, it, it's not. No, it's that not in Seattle. Or that's in uh, California. Yeah, it's in California somewhere. But, but going there, I was like, oh, this is where they filmed Free Willy, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. No, and it's I was not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They threw fish, and yeah, then I got there, and I was like, this thing. is not Free Willy. No, 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 no. It's way bigger than the place in Free Willy. Yeah. But anyway, no, so, Free Willy is bigger than this place. This is just one little shop that oh, throws fish. But I think that one's a famous place. It is, but the. One, One in Free Willy was like an entire dock type uh, thing. Okay. It's been so long. Anyways, so they threw the fish. But I know my now, 90s movies. Oh, okay. Um, how much was it per pound for salmon over there? Ah, uh, what did I tell you? I think it was the king salmon was like, and this was king 20? salmon. It was like nineteen ninety nine a pound or okay, something. Okay, yes. Almost $20 a pound. Yeah. So that's insane. Like, okay, but... Even when I go to Cordova and I'm fishing for salmon, I'll go to the store. They'll have smoked salmon jars. Now, a smoked salmon jar is probably like a jar that's like... It's the size of a tuna can. Yeah. It's smaller, actually. Than yeah. a tuna. You can get tuna can versions of it also, but then they also have a little glass jars of it, which mm-hmm. are tiny. And they are $6. Oh. No, $12. In Alaska? $12 for the glass. Six dollars for the can in Cordova, where they catch it. It even has the Copper River uh, cannery, which is two seconds, or l- probably actually literally two minutes driving from that store to the actual cannery. That should be the cheapest thing in Alaska because it's the it only should be thing a you dollar can actually or two dollars. Exactly. No, it's so expensive, and that's but, why I was surprised that the crab was so expensive. Because I know you were, you and your dad were talking about bringing king crab back was ridiculous. Yeah, when, my dad paid. I think for a pound, no, 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 it was like two pounds, something like that. It's very little. He paid like $70. Yeah, but isn't that like... Five pounds was $70. Isn't that where Deadliest Catch goes out from? Actually, he was really funny. We were at the cannery, uh, me and one of the guys on the trip, and he goes, that's the Northwestern. And I was like, what? He goes, that's the ship from... Deadliest catch, which is the Northwestern, so cool. and he like had his like good camera, and he zoomed in, and you could see it Northwestern, and they what they do is they that's where they make their money to pay for insurance and docking fees and everything that they need for the whole year is during salmon season, they go and what they do is ships go out, and instead of getting what they can take and then bringing it in, mm-hmm. they get what they can take and then a ship comes grabs it from them, takes it into port. So they get a they get a cut of whatever that ship caught. But if they get like a nice spot where they're like, there's all the fish here, I'm not moving, they'll rake it in, drop it off to them, they take it in, but then they continue to catch fish. Did you get to and meet then, any of the people from Deadliest Cat? No, 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 no. No, ah. we went to the cannery. They were they were like in the port, uh-huh. the little area that they have there, but they weren't docked. They were still like sitting in the middle of the water, but just in in the port. Okay. So they were they were anchored down um but uh yeah the guy who was with me he was freaking out they were like super happy about it. oh my gosh this and he called his wife right away he's like babe babe the northwestern is here from daily sketch and i could hear like what from the other side of the phone but it was pretty cool so yeah that's how they make all their money um but my dad said talk to one of the ladies at the cannery that we see we visit her every single year we've been with her for uh-huh. i think like 10 years now and he goes i want some king crap how do I get some king crab legs? She goes, well, it's not the season right now. Um, you can't, you can't get them here. Like you, they don't sell it. We won't sell it to you. And he's like, I know you guys got some. And she goes, well, I have my own stash, like my own supply. So he's like, can you sell it to me? Like some of yours. And she was like, as long as you don't say anything. Ooh. That's what she said. Yeah. And I won't say the, the cannery. But uh, yeah, so, you gotta protect them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, she's an amazing woman. She's super nice to us, always gives us a discount and always hooks us up because 
it actually is quite expensive. That's a big portion of the trip. Besides the plane ticket, which is probably the most expensive, then it's the processing and shipment of our fish. Because we have to pay, well, this year we only pay $25 a box, but in the past it was $50 a box. And these are fly, se- your 75 pound boxes. 50 or 75 pound boxes. Okay. It doesn't, so what we used to do is get 75 pound boxes because anything after 50, you have to pay for anyways. So we would pay $50 a box and it would be 75 pounds and we'd bring it back. We used to bring back 1,300 pounds a year. And this year, I think we only brought back 600 pounds or something like that. So only half of what we usually bring. But at the end of it, you end up paying like three or $400, but you get 100 or 150 pounds of salmon fillets. Right, which is salmon for the year. Yeah, it's at least. plenty and you can give it away. I mean, I've already given away like six or seven pieces and it's like I've and we not know made we a owe dent. our entire neighborhood. Yeah, our neighborhood pieces. is going to get a bunch of fa- uh, a bunch of salmon, but everybody always knows that we go, so they always take them all up. But if we had, and so we end up paying, I think it's like at the end with flying it back and the processing, it's like two dollars or two twenty five a pound. Okay, something around there. Now you're talking, you go to Seattle and you pay $20 a pound yeah. for salmon. That's an insane markup. Well, and this was king salmon as well. I don't remember what the like yeah. silver salmon, but I think it was still because around you the don't... $15, $16 range. So yeah, even if it's over $10 a pound, it's too much. Right. Like we go to stores here and ever, whenever I see king salmon, or not king salmon, but just wild Alaskan salmon, I'm like, nope, I can't buy it. Because I'm not paying that markup. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. Well, and I mean, even for being a seafood city. Okay, so you get flounder at the store. And you think nothing of, like, we get frozen flounder fillets or whatever. So I didn't realize just how expensive of a fish that was. I don't know if that's a Caribbean fish or Northwestern fish. I don't know where. Flounder's Northwestern. Okay, so then it should be cheaper there. we catch them in Alaska. Yeah, it was... $18 $18 a pound for flounder, and you had to buy the entire fish. And this was a giant fish. Wow. Like, I mean, probably... Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, at least two and a half feet minus oh, yeah. the head. Mm-hmm. We had a friend that went on a boat in Alaska like the week after we left, or a few days after we left, and he caught some flounder. Yeah. And those things are massive. But it's just crazy to me, because we went to one place, and we got um, I got fish and chips. And I said, okay, well, if you want cod, it's $15 for fish and chips. However, you can get the flounder fish and chips for thirty nine dollars. Thirty nine to go from fifteen to thirty nine, just changing That's the fish. That's insane. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna get the fifteen dollar one because fish is fish, you know. But it's just crazy that there's still that much of a markup, even when that's where they're coming from. Yeah, I don't know how why anybody buys anything. I, I feel like all the locals must know the the place to go to get the good price on. Seafood in those kind of places. Right. And unfortunately, my friend decided to become a vegan before I got there. So she didn't know the good places to get good seafood. But she does shop at the Pike's Place Market a lot Yeah, for like vegetables, pasta, and different things. Yeah. I don't know how she's vegan. It's... Apparently, she she just does it for fun because she <laughs> ate with you and then got really sick because she's been doing it for too long. I, I did. I broke her because she's a vegan for quote unquote health reasons. And then... No, she's not. She, but she goes on vacation from veganism. In three years, I'll be like, you know what? You need to eat as much red meat as possible. Uh, I don't know why we ever said that vegan was good. And then people are like, oh, and then they switch. And then they're all like, we're carnivores. Like, I get the red meat thing, but the whole cutting out fish thing. it uh, It's all because they want to be, she's a hipster now. That's what happened. She became a hipster. Well, we're going to see what happens when she moves to LA next month and see how she changes again. That's crazy. All right. So what's one of the other breweries that you went to? Okay. So I looked it up. I went back to all of my pictures. So that was the first day. Then the next day was hiking. After that became brewery day because that's when we went to Holy Mountain, Okay. which they're just cool. Um, at Holy Mountain, which one did I get at Holy Mountain? I got their Bon Nuit, which is a Belgian style strong ale, 12%. And it's the official description is a Belgian style strong ale that we brew once a year with our friend and beer, spiritual advisor, Jerome Seep, 
This version was taken from our 2015 vintage and aged for 16 months in Sauvignon Blanc barrels with two different strains of Brett. All right. Yeah, I am not too proud to say that I had to look up what two strains of Brett were. Oh, they said bread. No, Brett. Oh, Brett. B-R-E-T-T. What's that? Like a dude that rolls, rides a sco- uh, no, no, no. skateboard. What did it end up being? What? That's called a Brett? No, I'm just... Thinking of a guy named Brett that oh. rides skateboards. Okay. What is a Brett? No more jokes. <laughs> Don't make fun of my humor. No, Brett is basically just a strain that they can put in of different grains and hops and different things that they put okay, in. And that's what's called a Brett. Right. Okay. Um, so that was delicious. I had that one. And then I also had their Belgian white ale, the White Lodge, which was equally delicious. So yeah, that sounds good. I was in a happy place because they had multiple Belgians on tap. Um, Not many places have. If they have one, they have one. Right. They don't. But maybe that's because we're here in Florida, so it's a little bit different. But we do also have an entire Belgian bar in Florida, which makes me super yes. excited. So thank you, Buster's Bistro, for existing in Sanford. Exactly. Um, but they were super cool there, and they're right on. Uh, they're right next to the port. Okay. So you're sitting in the brewery and then there's these huge bay doors and you look out and it's like, oh, there's the Royal Caribbean sheet, uh, ship about to leave for Alaska. Oh, that's crazy. We actually talked to a guy. He came up and wanted to take our picture because I, I guess I look exactly like his sister-in-law. So he came up to us and he's like... Sure. Yeah. He came up to us and he was like, I'm sorry, our boat is just docked. We're about to leave again. And you look exactly like my sister-in-law. So can I get a picture with you? Because I need to like, send oh it to my, my God, wife and yes. she's going to freak out. And I was like, I haven't done my hair in like four days because Seattle apparently doesn't believe in doing your hair, but okay. <laughs> and uh, so he was nice. His wife actually responded going, oh, it does look like my sister. So I feel a little bit better. Okay. That he wasn't just a creeper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just cool to look out there. What's his name? I'm going to go find him. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. Okay. You're safe. Um, so it, that was just a cool, chill place that a lot of the locals, I think, go to even as well, okay. but you still get the tourist crowd of all the people getting off the boat. Um, but yeah, so then from there, then we went to Cloudburst after that, which Cloudburst was cool because it's a little nothing place. Um, it's very, I can post some pictures on social media. However, their beer descriptions are awesome. Okay. So I believe what I got you, I got you the DIPA, the double IPA, which I had there. It is an 8.8% 70 IBUs, but the description is just entertaining. So can I read the description? Yeah, go ahead. It? Yeah, yeah. I made sure to take photos of all of the menus for this purpose. And it says, uh, so it's called physical challenge. It says physical challenge. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. When I say go, we're going to empty Pilsner and Pale Malt into this large tun over here. Then we're going to mix it up, collect some wort, and dump the rest out by spilling as little of the mash as possible, or on the floor as possible. Nelson Sauvin, your job is to get added to the kettle over there. Citra and Mosaic, you'll be over here and added to the kettle as well. Once you're done in the kettle, all three of you need to run over to the fermenter and get in as quickly as possible. Careful, the yeast is tricky over there. You're going to have to nav navigate it to not get muddled in the process. After that, you'll need to lose to save some flavors and aroma for the final dry hop. It might seem really hard, but you have 17 days to complete this challenge. Understand? Okay. On your mark, get set, go. All right. So they had fun with that one. Yeah. So they just... <laughs> they I must mean, have had somebody like you writing all these things. I think they did. Because like, <laughs> I... You really enjoy that one? <laughs> I wholeheartedly enjoyed them all. I mean, they have a whenever, wherever IPA... And their description is, guess what Shakira's three favorite hops are? Cashmere, Citra, and Eldorado. So, I mean, they just, they have a lot of fun with their stuff. That's good. That's what, I mean, that's what makes it fun for you, too. You know, you're like, oh, this is a cool place. I wholeheartedly believe, I mean, your beer can be good and great and that's fine, whatever. But if you go somewhere and you get a bad taste in your mouth from the people that are there and like the atmosphere, everything around it. You may like the beer, but you're not going to want to drink it again because you have a bad experience or just kind of like, it's a kind of in your head. Like, I think everything kind of plays to a good, ex uh, good experience, even when it comes to taste and flavor and that kind of stuff. Right. Maybe not as much as anything else would, 
like if you like a beer, you're like, well, I hate this place, but this beer is really good. I'm still going to have it. But if you have a really good experience, it's going to be that much better. Exactly. I'm the only one who feels that way, but I do feel that way. You know, I've been to places where I'm like, I don't like the people here, so I don't want to come back here. No, even if they have great stuff, I'm like, well, sorry. Yeah, and there's a few breweries even around us that great beers, but the people are like, so you're not going to go back there. But if you have a place that knows good beer and has good people, that's where you want to go. Yeah. So then after that, um, real quick. Now you went to an island. Was there any breweries on that island? On the island, island? we had beer on the island, but we bought it. What's the island? It was San Juan Island. Okay. Um, I don't, we didn't find any breweries directly on the island. Um, we did find like a brew house, but they just, I don't think they had any of their own brewery stuff. That would have been a cool spot to have a brewery. Yeah. But. In my head. However, I will tell you, Washington is into the craft beer scene. We went up to, to get the ferry to San Juan Island, you have to drive up to Anacortes, which is about two hours north of Seattle. Little nothing town. But you know what that town did have? Had its own brewery. Had its own brewery and its own casino. So you know where Washington's <laughs> priorities are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, like, this place, it's Washington, and it didn't even have a Starbucks. Oh, that's kind of sounds insane. Yeah. And for a city where I saw Starbucks literally on <laughs> <Everywhere>. every corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, are they from Seattle? Yeah. Okay. That's their flagship. They, they have both a flagship store where the line is about three hours to get in. No way. Why? Well, who cares that much about... Because they do. But then oh, they also man. have a Starbucks... It's almost like angry. <laughs> like it makes me angry. <laughs> they also have a Roasters, which is like a specialty only in Seattle type uh. thing. And that's also a two hour wait to get in there. But it's just insane. And it's like, there's literally a Starbucks every 10 feet. Yeah. But everyone wants like, to go one to the original. The why, don't, why don't you go to that one? No. I have to go to the original. It's they my pilgrimage. Have, they're like, they have cups that they don't have anywhere else. Yeah. Ex- well, they do. They of 100% they do. do. And they're like, oh, come to this Starbucks. It still has our original two-tail logo. And you're like, oh my gosh. Don't I don't care. Know what the it's the same stuff. Is. Well, it's their mermaid. It, oh, when they first started, it had yeah, two yeah, tails. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now it just has one tail. Oh my good. <laughs> so, but... That's Anacortes. So okay. you know where their priorities lie. Hey, that's fine. It I like lies in Indian casinos and Maybe. craft brewery. I like it. So it's definitely a cool state. I wish we could have spent more time. I'm excited to go back there with you. Yeah, I'm super excited because I'm again. I'm looking forward to going to all those breweries and doing maybe a few more. Yeah, there was definitely a few more that we didn't get to hit, and I'm a little bit sad about. Um, but I'm glad that. We hit Ravenna and Holy Mountain because those were definitely my favorite. Elysian was cool. Um, I give them props for trying different things because I we went to the brewery and I had a lavender IPA. Just doesn't sound good to me. But I, I wanted to give it a shot because I'm all for trying different things. Yeah, I've also tried a pizza beer before. Just I was like, you know, what, let me just try it. It was not good. Yeah, no, this was definitely not my favorite beer. And... So I was I became very distrustful of Elysian beers. But you know what? I am a fan of people trying that kind of stuff because you have to. Right, and you never know. Um and I'm always going to been tr- amazing. Right. And I'm always going to try a new fancy beer. I am super excited to try whatever this milkshake IPA is that multiple breweries are starting to do now. Yeah, that's right. What was the people that you that you saw that at? There's a few different breweries across the country that are doing it. You were telling me about one. Do you remember who that was? Uh, it's an apricot milkshake IPA. Which sounds like just too much. <laughs> but I want to try it because it's an yeah. IPA brewed with lactose. So it's more like a milk stout that you would expect, but it's creamy. So in my head, I want someone to create an orange one and call it a dreamsicle. Ooh. And that's my life goal. So I'm always going to try new beers. Elysian's new beer is not my favorite. So the next day we went to the Sounders game and the bartender of all the beers, I was like, what do you recommend? And he's like, honestly, get the Elysian Dayglow. And I was like, "Ah, I really don't know how I feel about them at this point. And he's like, no, no, Dayglow is amazing. I was like, I had their lavender. It was gross. And he's like, well, that's your own fault for trying a lavender beer, (laughs) you idiot. Yeah. 
So he's like, get the day glow. If you don't like it, I'll get you another one. And I was like, well, this there you is, go. That's this, yeah, this is win, the win. best soccer game deal. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard anyone been like, if you don't like this, uh, Bud Light, then, uh, I'll give you something else. Yeah. Thankfully it was amazing. Well, unfortunately, the, uh, the tiger on the front yeah, of it with laser with eyes lasers, coming out. Eyes shooting out. That looked pretty cool. And unfortunately we do have we now post that one, right? So people can see like the, the, the can. Yeah. I posted yeah. from the Sounders game. Um, we just now, when I got back, I started finding out that we do, some places in Orlando are starting to sell Elysium beer, but they spell their, sell their Space Dust IPA. We don't have Dayglow yet. Well, I still like to try their Space Dust. So Elysian, please bring Dayglow to Orlando. Please, please. I'm sorry that I did not like your lavender. But you know what? Or it's your all subjective. Night Owl pumpkin. You know, even that kind of stuff. You tried it. You didn't like it. I mean, uh, we tried, what was it? Uh, New Belgium... Um, uh, day something or sun. Oh, uh, day blazer, day blazer. And we were not a fan. No, but a lot but of people like that. I like a lot of new Belgium stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, just, it's all subjective. I'm sure there's somebody who tried it and was like, this is awesome. This is my favorite beer. Oh, I'm sure. So, um, okay. So what were you talking about before I interrupted you? I have no idea. I'm so used to this by this point. <laughs> okay. So you tried the Day Glow. Uh, right. The Day Glow was good. Day Glow was good. We have Space, space Dust, dust here. here. But um, now, is there any of the breweries or not breweries? Um, well, yeah, breweries or beer that you had over there that we do have over here in Florida that you know of besides Space Dust? Because um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a beer, but that brewery at least sells something in this direction. Honestly, no. Um, and that's kind of what I went there for the purpose of. Yeah. Is trying anything that I didn't recognize. Yeah. Oh, that's another place that we went to. Um, Rachel's Ginger Beer. I actually went there. That was the name of the place? Yeah. It's just oh. called Rachel's Ginger Beer. So they do ginger beer, but then they also make cocktails out of it. So they had Moscow Mules, awesome. Montana Mules, different I know things. today you bought some ginger beer. I did because I have never been a ginger beer <laughs> fan until someone put whiskey in it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh. I get it. Right. Yeah, ginger beer is for mixing. No one drinks ginger beer by itself. Well, some people do, but it's... Well, and they do there to an extent. And they also make... um, Like, they go crazy. And they had guava ginger beer and peach ginger beer and apricot ginger beer. All these things that I was allergic to that I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to hard pass on this one. So, like, you'd never had Moscow Mules before because over here in Florida, at least at most of the places that we've been to, they make it with mint. Correct. And I can't have mint without... like, that's not supposed to be the way that you make it. Right. They don't make them with mint over there. They yeah. just... And our friend Javard, who's been on the podcast, he says that he never puts mint in his. Right. He makes them all the time. He's like, no, I don't put mint in mine. Apparently, the original mules did not come with mint. Okay. And it's just a few places started it and everyone kind of... Followed. Yeah. Suit. I think it's one of those things. It's like a telephone game. Like... They make it this way where they originally make it and then it just kind of keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. And then somebody's like, oh, yeah, I put mint in mine. And they're like, oh, that's the way to make it. And that's just kind of how it right. happens. And so then it just spreads. Yeah. Um, so to try it in a different way, we went there. We actually went back there twice because we went there the first day when we were just walking around because it's right across from the Pike Street Market or Pike Place Market. So if you're ever there, go across the street. What you do is you go get yourself some chowder at... Chowder. Chowder. The New best chowder you're New ever going to have. England clam chowder. Is that the red or the white? I can never remember that. It's always white. the white. Yes. No. Manhattan chowder is gross. Big Jim Carrey fan. <laughs> yeah. Man chowder. Manhattan is gross. Manhattan chowder? Manhattan chowder. It's the red chowder. It's oh, yeah. No, no. Disgusting. I love in the, some clam chowder, though. In Did the they have show, the clam chowder there? They did. And in the sh- I was just talking to your sister about the show The Good Place. Okay. And in The Bad Place... They're like, oh, you can have chowder every day, but it's always Manhattan. Okay. That's the level of opinion of Manhattan chowder. Now, have you ever been to New England and had clam chowder in New England? Yes, it's amazing. My family's from New England. Well, I don't know if you've been there and had that. Yes. Okay. So you remember the taste of it over there. Have you ever had anything that's here in Florida has been as good as that? Um, Is it really something that you can get like... Oh my gosh, it's just that much better. Because I feel like everyone says, you know, you go to New Jersey, you have to have the cheesesteak. But they're like, we can make cheesesteaks. Or I'm sorry, Philly, not New England. 
uh, Philadelphia and you get a cheesesteak and you're like, yeah, but you can make a really good Philly cheesesteak here. It's not that much different. I will know? tell you the difference between New England and both now the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Is it's the access to seafood is what really okay. makes the difference. And now granted in Florida, we have great access to seafood. Yeah. But we have different seafood available to us yeah, than you're going to get in the colder waters of New England and the Pacific I gotcha. Northwest. So it's like fresh clams versus shipped clams. Right. You're going to get rock lobster down here. You're going to yeah. get Maine lobster in New England. I gotcha. Okay. Maine lobster is significantly better than rock lobster. Gotcha. So out there, I will say that was probably the... Cl- At least that's how you... What you like. Right. I like yeah, Maine lobster. Probably people who are over in, in Seattle like rock lobster... More, maybe. I don't know, because they're Pacific Rock Lobster. I'm just saying it's subjective. Because Pacific Rock Lobster is different than, like, Caribbean Rock Lobster. Okay. That lobster looked like it could eat a cat. Who? It was giant. Okay. Um, but at the chowder place right next to Rachel's Ginger Beer, it was delicious. Because we had the New England clam chowder, we had a lobster bisque, we had a corn, oyster, and lobster chowder... Ooh. We had everything a, in one. Yeah. Which sounds like, amazing. We had we got the sampler of different things and it was just I mean, there is a line for this place starting at probably t- eleven AM till about two, three o'clock in the afternoon. There's just a line down the street waiting to get into this place. My goodness. So we got in right kinda at the end. That was our last day, was breweries and food. So we hit um oh, the Russian pastry that I cannot remember, and I'm sure everyone on the podcast right now is screaming because they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's a long meat-filled pastry. Okay. We got the smoked salmon because Seattle loves their smoked salmon. And then we went to- It's not a cannoli. No, it is not a cannoli. (laughs) Meat cannoli. It was delicious and in the shape of a fish. And then we went to Beecher's Cheese, which is a famous cheese shop there, and I got the mac and cheese. And then we went to the chowder place. Oh, so so good. You would love it. Um, and then we went to the chowder place and got a sampler of chowder. And then we went to the ginger beer and that was the day I officially broke my vegan friend because okay. I had stuffed her full of meat and cheese <laughs> in the course and of an she hour. Sick and she's like, Ooh. Yeah. I felt great. She was immediately clamoring for kombucha. Ooh. Yeah. That doesn't sound good to me. So I just started drinking and she drank kombucha and we had a great time. There you go. All right. So now you went to a couple more places. What were the other places? Um, after that, we went to this one place. It's called the Rhine House. It's actually like a German beer house. They don't brew their own beer, but they had a lot of different beers on tap. And it's just cool. They had uh, the bocce ball outside. And okay. they had different things going on. And I had a beer called Fortunate Island from Modern Times which was delicious, and I wish I could find that beer. And then we went to Elysian, and then after that... I like that name, Elysian. Yeah. After that, we went to... Sounds like the name of a ship in like Star Trek or something. It does. Right? It's got a sci-fi name to it. And you'll be on the Elysian. And the next day, we went to Ravenna, and I got a flight that had their El Dorado Shasta IPA, their Alluvial IPA, their Sublimely, their Porter, and... There, what I wrote down as CDA and now don't remember. Then the next day we went to Pyramid Brewing, which is kind of, for people in Florida, it's a, a better brewery than BJ's Brewhouse. But their food looked about Wait, as so good as their beer. BJ's, is it called BJ's Brewhouse? Yeah. Okay, so BJ's Brewhouse and Grill or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. But that's an awesome brew, place, though. It is. We love BJ's over here. Right. Because... <laughs> <laughs> So that place is really good. Uh, their food is amazing, and their beers are awesome. I love their Jeremiah Red. Jeremiah Red, love their Jeremiah Red. Yeah. Uh, then they have their uh, what is it? The Piranha IPA. Yeah, their beers for being yeah. a lot of times when breweries decide to introduce the restaurant, the beers kind of take second place. Yeah. What was that place that was open before? It was called um, what was it Hops? It was Hops. Oh yeah, yeah. Hops Restaurant and Brewery, and their beers were okay, but that was, again, that was kind of like the beginning of brew house and food. Right. There wasn't very many of them before, at least not in our area. But yeah, well, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. And so that was one day. The next day we went to, um, oh, the final day we went to Pyramid Brewing, which that's the BJ's place. And I had their, I want to say their IPA. 
I think it was their Outburst Imperial IPA. And that was pretty good. That was what we had before the Sounders game. Did you only have the one? Or did you, that you tried flights at most of these places, right? I did. Well, I tried to try as many flights as I could. Some yeah. places I just picked one beer and kind of went with it. Because again, we always recommend if you go to a brewery, get a flight. Right. That way you can see the range of what they're working with. So that one I just had to do. Um, oh, and I've been to a couple of breweries that have a three poor flight. Let's uh, Let's knock that off. It needs to be a four flight minimum, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. You need to actually be able to... <laughs> I get there and they're like, yep, three flights. I'm like, or three beers. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need a fourth. Yeah. So, and then that's kind of what we ended on. Okay. Um, after that, everything else that we got was just... No, you got a hat from them, which I love that hat. It's a cool hat. Yeah. Uh, that's my new favorite hat. Yeah. It's gray and has a blue logo on it and it's just awesome. And it says Pyramid, which is just cool. Um, so those are, I think, all the breweries. It also has pyramids. It doesn't just say pyramid on it. <laughs> it has an actual pyramid on it. Um, so I think that's all the breweries that I can remember right now. But again, I brought back like 10 different beers. I mean, we had things from, I brought back the Fremont, Fremont Peddler & Co., uh, Wrecking Ball, bought one back from Holy Mountain, Ninkasi, um, Leavenworth Beers, a Silver City Brewery, um, and then Scuttlebutt Brewing Company. Scuttlebutt. So you're going to have fun for the next few yeah. weeks. And then also you got uh, a beer for our friend Javard. It was a ginger beer. What was that one from? That was Rachel's Ginger Beer. Okay, so that's Rachel's Ginger Beer, which I'm sure he's enjoying right now. And then what was the other one that we have in the in the Growler? We have a Cloudburst. Okay, so that's Cloudburst. Yep, that's the double IPA, the physical challenge that I was gotcha. talking about earlier. Okay. So I'm super excited to have that one with you because that... Yeah, you and me are probably going to do that on ourselves. Yeah, that's a good Because that beer. one has to go soon because, uh, again, we're prepping and we've had a bunch of stuff since we got back. So we really haven't had a chance to have any of these beers. So we're pushing about 10 days on that one yeah, right now. Yeah, so we're going to have to have it soon. We're probably going to just gonna have to do it today and, and have this. So you guys will hear it in probably the next couple of weeks. But that one's that one's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one too. So if you had to recommend, let's say, top three of the brews that you went to, if someone's going to take a trip over there, what should they hit? Like out of Because, again, you, you mentioned, what, six yeah. Six or seven so. breweries. So out of those six or seven, top three that you're like, you got to make sure you at least hit these out of the ones that you did. Definitely Ravenna. Okay. Definitely Holy Mountain. Okay. And probably Cloudburst. Cloudburst. I think those were my three favorite that we hit. I mean, Fremont is cool. Their beers were pretty good and the atmosphere is super chill. Yeah. Um, But... Between Fremont and Cloudburst, I'd probably still pick Cloudburst just because they're a little hole-in-the-wall place, mm -hmm. and they're just fun. See, I think that's a better trip to do is like, okay, you set it up as almost like a brewery tour. So I'm going to go to this place. I'm going to hit all the breweries, but in between these breweries, I'm going to go see a ton of stuff. Right. And I did not feel bad drinking at all because I like climbed a mountain in yeah. the morning See, and then I drank beer at night or I swam a lake yeah. or kayaked a lake and then I drank a beer. Yeah. So it really like that is a city that it evens it out. And I don't know of anyone. If you've never been to Seattle, it's like mini San Francisco as far as the hills go. So for this Florida girl that's used to at Flat. or below <laughs> yeah, sea like, level. My flip flops flat. won't go up there. <laughs> yeah. They, these are giant hills. And I kept yelling at my friend. I was like, I thought you said we were done with hills. She's like, well, this isn't a hill. And I was like, this <laughs> is a hill. hill. This is a mountain in <laughs> yeah. Florida. Our highest peaks over here in Florida are... Um, landfills. Yeah, landfills. <laughs> Waste zones. Mount Apopka. <laughs> So, okay. So definitely those three, you'd say, you know what, that, those are almost like must go, yep. must go to, uh, so yeah, I mean, that, that's awesome. I think that was an awesome trip that you got to do, but I can't wait to go to that trip. I, I know that I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I think I definitely had the better vacation between the two of us. Anytime. Um, so I just need to, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, it, cause I, when it came to scenery, you know, I was in Alaska. I'm fishing off of a glacier surrounded by mountains, which was beautiful. You saw photos and videos and you're like, look at these mountains. And then I'm like sitting at breakfast and I'm like, yep, I got mountains and then I got mountains all the way around us. But I think you definitely, definitely had a better trip. One, because you got to go to all these different breweries and two, because 
it wasn't the same mountains that you saw every single time. You were able to go all over Seattle and places just outside and see mountains everywhere. And before I forget, if you are looking for a breakfast spot or lunch spot or midnight spot yeah, or anything, yeah. definite shout out to the people at Lost Lake. Lost Lake. Where's Lost that Lake. At? It's in Seattle. Um, I don't remember which area it's in, um, but definitely go check them out. Okay. Because they are open 24 hours a day. And serve alcohol 24 hours a day. What? Including beer mosas for $5. Oh, yeah. That's what you were telling me about, beer mosas. I've never had one. I don't know how we've never had a beer mosa before. I didn't even think about it. They said I mean, they make it with Rainier, though, which I'm not... Doesn't matter. It's still delicious. <laughs> okay. But I feel like we can get a better beer. No, I would I would still use Rainier. Okay. Right. Well, we'll but it's $5 it. for Rainier and orange juice. And it was just... For someone who was trying yeah. to do Seattle on a budget... There you go. That was definitely welcome. Yeah, and you even, were able to do a lot of stuff for a decent price. We did. And we also, we didn't eat out a whole lot. Like the money we spent was spent on kayaking and alcohol. Yeah. So and like if you, you do get an your Airbnb, it'd probably be the best way to go. Unless you have a friend that stays lives over there. Yeah. But doing an Airbnb, that way you can like make food at home. Right. Eat and then go and make like a lunch. Or find the places. Like we went to a pizza place that, and my friend Clara is one of those crazy people that doesn't enjoy pizza because she doesn't That's like insane. cheese or sauce. Or, yeah. However, she actually recommended a pizza place and we went there and their happy hour, like their late night happy hour after 10 o'clock includes $6 entire pizzas. Oh my gosh. And that was from the, a pizza joint. That's pretty cheap unless you're going to like little Caesars. Right. But from an actual pizza place. Yeah. And it's just, I mean like it's a probably a personal pizza, but it's thin. It was the best pizza I've had outside of Florence, Italy. Wow. And yeah, you and me had the best pizza we've ever had in Florence and it was oh, so good. And that was the closest pizza I've had to that. So wow. I'll have to look that place up and let you guys know what it's called, but it's a little pizza place in Seattle and it's awesome. That's awesome. So I guess we can't recommend Seattle enough, at least for beer. You know, it's a great place to go. Cheap alcohol, like you said. Yep. So even if you go and try breweries, definitely go to the, like the Total Wines and places like that. Yeah, and even like pick up a lot of stuff that you can take home. Even when you go to the bars, like we went to this one restaurant called Toulouse Petite that actually Ben's wife recommended to us, Um, and it's kind of New Orleans style food. And I went and we had we went for happy hour, so it was cheaper and everything. And I'm looking at the bar this whole time, and they had an amazing whiskey selection. Okay, yeah, whiskey, bourbon, everything. Whiskey, bourbon, and uh, and I was just looking at it, and there's this one that is basically Pappy Van Winkle. That's right. But it's cheaper. No, I thought Pappy Van Winkle was the cheaper one. No, Pappy Van Winkle is like... It's the more expensive one. The top of the line. Oh, okay. What was the... Do you remember the name of it? We always forget it. No, I know what it is. Oh, okay. What is it? Oh, you don't want to say it? I don't know, because now it's becoming very hard to get at super cheap. That's true. Because That's true. everyone's realizing that it's Everyone the can look same. it up. They can, they can do their own research. Yeah. So it's Pappy Van Winkle. It's their lower... It's the same thing. It's, it's the same mash, same aging, same everything. Yeah. But they had it there, and I was looking, and I was like, the bartender looked at me, and he was like, you're scoping everything out. And I was like, yeah, you got this one, and it's the <laughs> same mash, same everything as Pappy. And he's like, yep. really? And so I tried it, and it was only like $6, or it was $10 a shot, okay, which is amazing for something that high. And it was like a three-finger pour. Like, he was oh, wow. generous. Man. And I tried it, and it was amazing. And he comes back, and he's like, is it really the same as Pappy? And I was like... That's what they say. And it tastes pretty darn good. And he's like, come back Sunday night. We'll try them both side by side. Look at that. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Unfortunately, that meant that it was after the Sounders game. And I had oh. had so much day glow that I completely forgot to go back. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not get to try them side by side. I should have set an alarm in my phone. Yes, you definitely should have. But it was still okay. super cool. We'll go back and we'll like look for the bartender and be like, you remember me? You said, right. we'll do the two next to each other. Please, <laughs> please. Because if you ever try to get a shot of Pappy, it's like $40 oh for a shot. Yeah, that's like looking at um, Johnny Walker Blue or something like that. Right. So to find a version, a copycat of it that's only $10 a shot. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So again, we recommend those breweries. We recommend Seattle, obviously, for a, a, spot, a spot to go. If you want to do like a brew tour, a brewery trip. Um, but yeah, thank you for being on the podcast with us and talking all about all these beers and giving these recommendations out. I know that there's probably people who live in that area that listen 
And, and if I missed any on that trip and you live out there yes, and you definitely. know some, just Email tell us. us. Or on Instagram, you know, you can follow us at Just Sipcast on Instagram. Is it Just Sipcast? Yep. Just okay. a Sipcast on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Facebook, Gmail, everything. Mm-hmm. So either email us or DM us, send us, write us a message on Facebook, whatever it is. But we would love to try to get our hands on it. And I know that there's a lot of beer sharing people out there. We'll share some beers from over here in Florida as well. Yeah. You know, if you got something that you want to try over here, you know, I can try to get something from, you know, uh, Cigar City. Yeah. And it's I a did. a harder to get. At Holy Mountain, I found a guy that had just gotten off the plane from Massachusetts and he had Walking Tree. Um, and I, or no, Treehouse. Treehouse. And I have been dreaming of Treehouse. We keep seeing it all over the place on Instagram. And I'm so like, angry oh, that we on. haven't tried it. And I saw him, he was wearing the shirt and I was like, so is it really as good? And he's like, yeah, it is. And he's like, I'm sorry, I don't have my car, but... I have like four cases in no. my car that I brought to trade. And I was like, I will send you anything. I will send you Scar City, Funky Buddha. And he's like, I don't do Funky Buddha anymore. They sold out. And I was like, uh, to be fair, Funky Buddha still has some amazing beers yeah. coming out of it. And I was like, but I'll trade you some Cigar City. And he's like, oh, yeah, maybe. But I didn't City. have anything with me because I'm in yeah. freaking Seattle. You didn't bring Cigar City with you. Right. So but maybe that's something we need to think about next time is actually bringing some beers from our area. To wherever we're going, and then be like, "Hey, anybody got maybe anything you got different?" Because you can even go to like some breweries and be like, "Hey guys, I have something from my area. Maybe you guys got something in the back that you're not giving out right here, but that you're saving that you could maybe right. trade with us." You know? Like even our our buddy down at um, what's the one in Port St. Lucie? Side door. Yes, yeah, side door brewery. Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. he kind of lets us in. Yeah, he gave us some special stuff that he had that wasn't even out yet. And, uh, you know, he was generous enough to, to share with us, but if we bring something that's hard for him to get, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. So that's going to have to be our new vacation. Let's thing. do it. I'm ready to go. <laughs> once Let's I, book it now. Yeah, I know. Once we uh, save up some money because now we're poor. Yeah. Now we got to pay off these <laughs> yeah. two vacations. All right. So everybody, thank you guys for listening uh, so much. Again, uh, you can follow us on social media and everything else, but, uh, we'll be putting this out. If you don't hear from us, we all died in the hurricane and it swallows whole. <laughs> we, should, we should be fine. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.